Conan, what is best in life? Thieves, bandits, fighters and brawlers. Desperate men. Desperate as you'll ever see. Good. Those are the kind of men I need. Welcome to the Tree of Woe podcast. With Jesse and Brian. What's going on, Brian? Uh, same stuff. I haven't seen you in a week. Yeah, been a long week. Anything happened this week? Uh, not really. Same, same boring, boring stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna. This is probably gonna be out for like four or five weeks, and by then I will already have announced it. So I might as well say that I'm having a baby boy. Might as well throw it out there. Okay, congratulations! It's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be like four weeks anyway before this comes out. So Pro- well, nobody will yeah, know. probably. Nobody will know, right? <laughs> nobody will know. Actually, I'm gonna release it tomorrow. That's gonna be. How I'm gonna yeah. do it. And be like, <laughs> That's the announcement. Hey, mom. No. <laughs> yeah. My mom already knows. My mom already knows. So it'd be like, uh, how many kids? But do the I mother have? doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell the mother. Uh, how many kids do I have now? I'm not sure exactly. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. I'm only 36. I mean, how many more children could I have? Well, you know, technically, a shit ton. You know, I'm actually thinking about that. At this point, it's like, you know, whether or not I have six or 20. And, you know, what's the, what's the, did, yeah. did I tell you, did I tell you I was joking around on, uh, it's like my pirate name. I, I was making a new character on Terraria after this happened. Uh-huh. Did I tell you this already or no? No, you didn't tell me that. I started, I started playing with the kids and uh, I named them uh, Jesse Seven Kids. <laughs> Jesse Seven Kids. <laughs> you know, I thought it sounded good. Like, I mean. So, know, it sounds like a gang name or it, like a. Like, a, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a legit pirate name, I think. Yeah. And I was getting some pirate gear and I thought. I mean, it makes total sense to me. So I mean, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if anybody else likes it. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Um, so yeah. So I guess nothing's going on in my life either. No, no, just just nothing's the kids. Going, yeah, nothing's just... going on this week. Um, <laughs> nothing's going on. You know, update in thirty years, Jesse still has no money. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's just a given anyway. Like, I, I mean, literally, like to live like an average person, I'm gonna have to make like a hundred thousand a year or something. You know, so I can, I don't know, afford quick trip every day. <laughs> Something. It's the little things, Jesse. It's yeah, the little, little things. things. All right, so we, we went and watched Crawl tonight because they had other riff, riff tracks. Is that what yeah, it's Riff Tracks Live Crawl. Yeah, I guess we should have probably looked up the guy's names. <laughs> Bill Corbett was one of them. I don't remember the other two, but Bill Corbett was one of them. Yeah, and maybe, and I don't I don't know who they are, but they. I feel like I should know. Cause I'm, you know, I'm guessing this this is already a nationwide kind of thing. I feel like I should know who the hell they are. I don't. Um, maybe they were movie reviewers before. I could have looked it up, but it doesn't matter. Either way, it was pretty funny. They go through the whole movie, uh, doing a live broadcast. Uh, and and uh, what would you say? What would you want to use? What word would you want to use for? They basically spoofed the movie. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's it's mystery science theater live. Basically, is what it is. And, and you know, I have to admit. Watching them do that, you know, it it made me realize how how lame some parts of the movie are, and also how much better they make it, um, just by doing that. I don't know, so yeah, I, it I was, definitely enjoyed that. It was literally the guys that used to do Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Not all of them, but three of them. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I mean, I guess, I, yeah, I didn't know that. That's awesome. So what? <laughs> I'm glad you figured that out because had we went this whole podcast and not mentioned it and somebody listened to it, they'd be like, you guys don't know what you're Fucking doing. Fucking idiots. You guys are stupid. Jeez. Obviously, yeah, because you, know, you, know you know how nerds get and how serious nerds get. All right. 
and I think I'm actually going to include what I, what I was thinking about in the beginning. You know when the, uh, I can't even think of his name, the old wizard guy. Which one? Uh, the one, the, <laughs> the one seer the or the other one? The, not the seer. <laughs> um, and I don't even know that he's necessarily a wizard, but like the traveler that sees the slayers come the first time to you know attack the castle. Uh, it it's like Enir or something. I'm looking on here, dude, and it's spelled like Y N Y R, I believe. Y N. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce that. I think that's him anyway. Yanir or something. Either like way, that. the you know the old guy. And uh, what was I gonna say? You mean Gandalf? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was I gonna say about him? I can't even remember now. I don't even remember now. Oh, you know the part where he kind of tells the story. He he kind of keeps narrating throughout oh, the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was gonna take that narration piece. And uh, and use it because they have it in here. Like for, IMDb basically exact has the exact same thing uh, for for the storyline because it says, "From the sky will come the black fortress. From the fortress will come the slayers to devour the planet of Kroll. Then shall a girl of ancient name become queen. She shall choose a king, and together they shall rule the planet. And their sons shall rule the galaxy." It seems like a little much. Like, I mean, that seems a little far fetched to me, considering mm. they can't even leave the planet. This is like middle age type of. Uh, Except for Weaponry. their swords shoot lasers. Their swords from the from their swords from the uh, Slayer shoot lasers, but the people there, they're but they're, they're it seems like their weapons do have some kind of power because when they hit things, yeah, you notice it was like an, an aura weird, around it. Yeah, I don't know if that was from the Slayer weapons or from their weapons. I don't know. Well, it was a different color because the Slayer weapons were blue, theirs was red. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so so it does. They do have some kind of power, but nothing's explained. I just don't see how this kid's going to be able to reach the galaxy. I mean, they no. don't have anything to go anywhere. There's nothing even flying in the air. I don't, maybe those fire mares can go into space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the fire mares. Which I actually thought that was, that was pretty cool as a kid. Yeah, that was cool. All right, so how do we want to how do we want to do this? How do we want to tackle this? Should we run down the movie? Or? You, you definitely have more experience with this film than I have. I've probably seen this movie a total of three times. Tonight oh, yeah. would be the third. I'm telling you, I, I'm sure I've seen it at least 50 times. Because yeah. I started watching it when I was a young kid, so I, I'm, I'm pretty attached to the movie still. Even though I know that it's kind of lame, like Dragon Slayer, and like some other movies from that same era. I guess 1983, uh, what was it, directed by Peter Yates, written by uh, Stanford Sherman. All people you don't know, yeah. other than I think the only two people that... That I knew for sure. Well, I guess there's a couple of people, but certainly Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. um, who dies. Yes. Because they kill him every, especially when he was younger, like when he would like do um, uh, Next of Ken, you know, that kind of movies, kind yeah. of movies. He just dies in all those movies. And that sucks. <laughs> like they, for long, for years, and, and, and Excalibur he dies. And well, of course he dies. Everybody almost dies in Excalibur. Yeah, pretty so much. So that's not fair because they, <laughs> there's basically the whole, all the knights at the round table die. Yeah. Um, so he dies in that. He dies in everything that I knew early on. And then eventually became such a big actor, they started letting him live in movies. Except for he dies in Kingdom of Heaven. Dies in Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> dies in <laughs> Batman he Begins. Older, yeah. He just dies, I mean, all the time. Like, anything I can remember of his early movies, he just dies. And that's, I mean, whatever. But I think, I, you know, a couple of the other actors I think I also knew. Okay, so you have, you have Colwyn, um, who's played by Ken Marshall. Who who's I'm, a nobody. Who's a nobody, but he reminds me of Carrie Elwes somewhat in looks. A little bit, yeah, I can see that. Because his acting's a little over the top. He's a little too whiny. Yeah. Um, Especially in the beginning. Yes. He's like, eh, they handle <laughs> people. Yeah, that's what, he, his, it's his tone of voice. It's like, a, okay, that's a little much. Dude. Yeah, I'm with you. A little much, calm down, you know. I mean, I know everybody in your life just died, but, you know. Suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up, yeah. <laughs> Stop being a bitch here. Okay, so his... You know, he's gonna get married to to Li- Liza, right? Eliza, I think, is what her name is. Yeah, I think her, it's Eliza. 
And her name in real life is Lizette Anthony, so we're actually pretty close. See, almost, I've seen her in other stuff before, but I couldn't put my she finger does, on what it was. She does kind of look familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna marry to unite to unite the kingdoms against the Slayers, but and the guy, the head thief, he's been in a bunch of stuff too, but I can't put my yes, finger on that him. That Torquil guy, that's yeah. what, that was the other person I was gonna yeah. say. Like I know I've seen him before. Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. Actually, maybe I'll look it up here in a second because he he I think he like I don't know if it's like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, or something, but yeah, some, he, I think he is in Robin Hood. I think so. he makes me think of like a Robin Hood movie or something like that. Um, I'm not. I'm not positive. I'll look it up here in a second. Yeah, I'm pretty. Okay, sure. so they so they go ahead and do that. Then they get attacked. Um, she gets taken by the Slayers. All of his family, like his his Everybody's dad dies. Dead. Her yeah. dad dies. The whole kingdom is dead. Um, and then he goes off, and you know he, he gets found by this old. Uh, I don't know if he's a wizard or what he is. Like he doesn't really. Does, he he, can he acts people. like he's an old adventurer, like an old like. Yeah. He basically acts like he's an old version of Colin. Yeah. Or Colwyn or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, Colwyn. Colwyn. Um, and that is kind of how it goes, like, because then, then he kind of mentions it later in one of, one of my one of my favorite parts of the movie. Okay, so they uh, they start traveling together. He's in Braveheart. Braveheart. <laughs> yes. Yes, because he's one of the he's one, he's of, one the of the Scottish, nobles. He's one, one of, one of the, the Scottish, Scottish nobles, nobles that turns on him. Yes, there it is. Because <laughs> I, I knew it was like a medieval type of movie, you know, in that era. So that, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Like that's kind of weird because that's a lot. I mean, that's like ten oh. years after, um, and we really hadn't seen him. Uh, okay, but yeah. Oh, he's also to, in the Mummy movies. I really, you know, I've only seen the first Mummy movie. <laughs> but, well, yeah, he's in it. I should watch. Yeah. Uh, I should watch more of them. Okay, so then you also have you. You have those two. Then you have Ergo the Magnificent. You he's know, not so magnificent. <laughs> I actually kind of liked his character back in the day. I know that he's like comic relief, and he's he is kind of annoying. Yes, he is. Um, but you have him, then they run into like a, a band of, uh, you know, of, of ex-prisoners, you know, escapees, mercenaries and stuff. They all go together to basically save, you know, save his, uh, save Ken Marshall, Colwyn, his, his wife, you know, and the princess, or I guess, I guess she'd be the queen now. Yes. They're going to the Black Fortress. That's the whole, that's basically the whole movie. They're going to the Black Fortress to save, you know, get her back and save the world. You know, I guess. Well, well, well. I would say world slash galaxy because it sounds like they're going to be taking over a whole bunch of planets according well, and to the, the lead. And that's the thing because that uh, the the Black Fortress dubs is like a space, you know, spaceship or something. Yeah. You know, it looks like old. You know, just a bunch of pile of rocks and I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so where are we at on this? Um. So what do you what do you think about the? Because I, I don't know. Do we have we talked about this movie much before? Maybe we've seen it before together. We've. Um, I think I watched it with my dad. I don't know that I ever saw it with with you when we were growing up. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Like I said, this is probably only the third time I've ever actually seen the movie. I do have memories of it from when I was growing up, but nothing, nothing that like jumped out at me other than the glaive, obviously. Yeah, the glaive, which should, definitely should have been mentioned. Yeah. Um, so that's about the only thing that I re- really remember jumping out at me. Other than little, like, I remember the Cyclops. I did remember the that. Cy- the Cyclops is cool. That was also one of my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah. Um, and when I, when I was counting them, um, when, when they all finally got their group together, and maybe I, maybe I missed one, uh, but there was, like, I was, like, one, two, three. I ended up getting to 13. I was, like, oh, there you get the 13th warrior, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. here we're back. And it's, like, a, you know, like a group of 13 guys who were going off to, you know, to save the world. Because well, um, when it was the two of them, and then they got the... Ergo, Ergo, that's three. Then they got nine. Yeah, and then they got the seer. That was the yeah. And I don't. I, yeah, and I, I don't know if he was the. Uh, 
Once the seer dies, they're back down to 12. Although they lose another guy in the swamp, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) However you want to do the math. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of my my favorite parts of the movie. Some of, a couple of them, one specifically is when, is when uh, Enir, whatever, I can't remember, I can't remember how to pronounce his name now, damn it. The old guy that's with him right at the beginning, Mm -hmm. when he goes to meet the widow in the web. That's the yeah. of the web. Even though the spider's cheesy, that's still a good part. Yes, the spider's cheesy, but I loved that part as a kid, you know, because like he has to crawl through this uh, this spider den to be able to get to the widow in the web, who was his, basically his ex wife or his ex lover. Yeah. And you know, and that's pretty like that whole scene is actually pretty well done. Yeah, actually, know? that's probably one of the I think better scenes in the movie. Yeah. It was one of my favorite scenes you know, in the movie. She's like, "Hey, you had a son, and I killed <laughs> I him. I killed him." Yeah, and it, it, but she the way she delivers it, it's like that's pretty believable. Yeah, like you know, like she. I don't know. And then this was like her hell now. She was stuck in the web. Yeah. But she ends up giving them information, you know, and he ends up getting back away and then the spider kills her. Yeah. But that whole, that whole scene and then he dies too. Cause like that, I don't know, like it's just, it's somewhat poetic. Um, them dying together or yeah. not, not together together, but you know, he has to get the message back. Tragic romance. At the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. And basically this other couple, you know, this guy, Colwyn and, and Liza or Lisa, whatever her name is. Um, you know, he, he, they remind him, of them when they were young, you know, and, and he wants them to be able to be together. So he basically sacrificed himself to be able to push that on. Um, yeah. What, what was your, one of your favorite scenes in the movie? One of my favorite scenes of the movie is when the, uh, the seer, they're like walking into that, the three trees that are one and the seer gets, you know, is not really the seer anymore. That's probably, that's probably my other favorite scene in the movie. When he tries to, when, when he, tries he tries to kill, to kill him and the cyclops, the cyclops kills him. Yeah. Kills him. Because the Cyclops has some funny part, like he's not—he's not comic relief. Um, he's like bodyguard comedian. But yeah, like because he, he'll have like he'll say like one thing, and it's kind of it's kind of haha funny. Um, I don't know. So I I enjoy his I enjoy him in the movie. Yeah. Just by itself, and I guess he was like six seven, you know, and he wore like some kind of he wore something to, to make him even taller. Um, because he looked yeah he looks like a giant. Yeah. You know. Um. And I like the whole Cyclops story. The whole. You know, given one eye to the to the was it the beast? Yeah, they, they could just call it? it the beast, which is the leader of the slayers. Yeah, giving you know that the, the cyclop people, whatever the hell they were before, from they're, and they're also from a different planet, I guess. Yeah, which is interesting. So, so was there only tra- like one left because they only have one in the whole movie? Well, here's the thing: like, and how do they travel <laughs> planet to planet? Like, because you can even come out of the Black Fortress, so yeah. they must have some kind of additional technology to be able to travel. Who Maybe knows? magic. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but I guess it only allowed the. You know, they traded one eye, and the Cyclops could only see, you know, they wanted to be able to see the future, and all they could see was their own deaths. So, the whole time, he knows when he's going to die, basically. Yeah. Which, that sounds, that sounds horrific. Yeah. Um, but, he, yeah, he plays a great role in the movie. One of my other favorite parts, when I was a kid, especially, I know it's lame these days, is the, um, the fire marriage part, where they get these, they're like six, you know, there was like 16 Clydesdales, I guess, that trained yeah. for months. Um, to they could that could fly. They could run so fast that they could fly. Um, <laughs> yeah, which I know today looks really ridiculous. Part well, I mean, part of that scene was she's like the part that looks like Santa Claus is cheesy, but um, yeah, the, but actually the rest of it looks pretty good. Well, and I mean, like comparing it to um, I guess Never Ending Story. Yes, I would say it looked better than Never Ending Story. Well, and that's the thing, like, because <laughs> and that's actually probably a pretty good comparison because you get the swamp scene. And you have some similar looking scenes and probably similar looking uh, sets. Yeah, you know, I would agree with that. Yeah, that oh, we probably should watch that sometime just to. I plan. Yeah, I plan on watching that one. 
just so we can go back over it and we'll have to remember this because some of the sets like in in 80s fantasy movies you have like this certain look it was definitely a look yes no it it definitely is and that's that's why i can't i don't want to count it off too much when we get to the point because it seems unfair (laughs) because it's like they're rebuilding it's like the it's like the same set over and over again it's like a fucking bad dream you know of, (laughs) of sets um Okay, I'm trying to give some other good parts that I liked. Is there anything else you liked in it? Because uh, I, I know I also liked... Uh, I do like the ending part, you know, where Ergo finally, he's able to cast the right spell, yeah. turns himself into a tiger. That's cool. And I like when he start, when uh, Colwyn figures out how to f- start using the glaive at the end. Um, and the Beast, you know, he's not, he's not terrible looking. For, an 80, for 1983... Well, it's like they like reused a, the costume from It Came From the Swamp. Yeah. It's some, well, <laughs> in, it, when I see him, I think of like, I don't know, like Zoma. You know, Zoma, right? Isn't that from Zelda? Uh, yes. I know um, what you're about, yeah. And something like that, like a, like a fish-like you know, yes. creature that could walk. I mean, that's kind of what he looks like. Yeah, well, it could, could be out of water, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty... You know, and then he finally finally kills him at the end with their love or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They're burning they're, flame. They're burning love. Um, and yes. that's that's kind of lame. The love parts are pretty lame. And he's kind of you know, Ken Marshall. Even though he, like I said, even though he reminds me of uh, Elways or Elwes. Yeah. Um, still, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he does a terrible job. Even no, no, he's not. It's not like he was a, just an awful actor by any means. It's just. I don't. I don't think we could say he's good either. <laughs> no, I don't think you can say he's good, but he's not like he's not awful. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I, I would probably agree with that. Um, that he's not awful. But was there any other movie? Was there any other parts of the movie you want to? That even need to be brought up. Um, I now, the, the, well, the, the scene. I guess the scene where they're eating the food in the forest. That's a pretty good scene. Yeah, that's a good scene. Or the like his um, uh, Liam Neeson's character's wife brings brings them all food. Yeah, one of the that's one of a his pretty wives. good scene. Yeah, um, one of his wives. I do like, like in terms of outfits and stuff, I do like the Slayers. I guess they made like 40 of those. So It says 40 of them for the film, but I just figured people were in them. Um, but maybe there's just like stand-ins too or something like that. Nah, yeah, I would think people would be in those. But uh, I thought those, I thought the outfits looked pretty cool for him. And this, you know, the, the term Slayers works well, I think, uh, in terms of a fantasy movie. Yeah, I think so too. And you got a little magic. You got a little Dungeons and Dragon-iness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it. think the biggest fault of the movie is they just don't explain anything. Other than like the yeah. prophecy, I guess, but that's that's true because I mean you get the prophecy, but you never like how are people you know like what's going on here? Like what are these? What's going on in the world? Um, I mean, they kind of have like a, the treaty by them getting married, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, if, if a cyclops can get there, I mean, how the hell? I mean, do you guys have some type of travel? What do you what do you have? And what do you don't have? Yeah, and um, why are you riding horses everywhere if you can get off the planet? Yeah, <laughs> why why are you riding horses everywhere? Yeah. Everywhere. Um, all right, have you thought of any kind of rating system? What are we going to use for it? We can use glaives. Glaives or... Fun, or, or uh, we can't say cyclopses. What is it? Cyclopses? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Fire mares. Fire mares. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the, the name is pretty lame. And, and maybe, the, you know, the, that, that's another thing about, about fantasy movies. You can kind of tell what era they were made in based on the way they have fire look. <laughs> or lightning or lightning yes or lightning because like an excalibur the way they do the lightning is like you know it's, it's really ridiculous yeah, well, I, lightning slash electricity yes. that's kind of the same group so you know like you can like put a dividing line and be like oh yeah that's I'm like okay those. it's fire before 1987 <laughs> and it's electricity after 19 what you... yeah 
Yeah, because a lot of a lot of old school fantasy movies do fire the exact same way, and it's yes. it's kind of ridiculous. It's whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Whatever, you know, fine. But uh, <laughs> not not as good as it is later. Yeah, you know, I think the I think probably the coolest character though is probably the Cyclops, and uh, I like his trident. Looks like he does. You know, he, he kicks some ass. That's for sure. <laughs> and then he you know he sacrifices himself. I think that's a good scene in terms yeah. of the movie and just them invading in the end anyway. I think that's pretty cool. All right, so we're going to we want to just use glaives then to keep it simple. That's probably the easiest. Yeah, let's just Cuz I glaives. can't. I mean I don't know what else we would use. That's the thing. Murdered babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how she killed that poor baby. Um that's horrific. All right, so let's start uh, with story. Um, story is kind of, I mean, like I said, the the biggest fault of the movie, in my opinion, is they don't give you any story other than the prophecy. I'm going to give it like a two out of five glaives on that one. Like, it's it could be worse. Obviously, they could tell you absolutely nothing. Um, I think I'm going to give it two out of five glaives. Yeah. I'm going to go three. Uh, and, and, you know, because like part of this, you know, I've watched the movie a lot of times, for one. So that kind of gets me. Um but I like I like a lot of the elements they tried to put together in the movie. I think like, it could have been a great movie. It just wasn't put together well. Yes, like if if it just had some better writing and just some more explanations, mm-hmm. maybe a little more time, or take away some of the scenes where they're just walking or climbing. Yeah, like it's like he's climbing the mountain. The right editing the, would have made this a, a way better movie. I mean, I mean, really, when you think about it, because imagine I, I wish I'd like to see a director's cut. Actually, that'd be way better. Yeah. Um, but it, he's climbing all the way up the mountain to do the thing. They're riding the horses all the way over there, yes. and then the old guy is walking, climbing up that mountain to go through that. Th- yeah. You know, like that's all it is. And, and I never noticed that before. And still, I think probably still we started watching those cliff tracks. Fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, and when they mentioned it. I was like, yeah, they're right. You know, yeah. like all this stuff. This is just filler. You know, for to be able to, to make add a full to the runtime. Yeah, exactly. And but they could have been instead of doing that, they could have taken it and expanded on the actual movie um, and the story. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I I totally think editing could have done this very much yeah, improved this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree there. All right, so we on to casting. Casting, really, the cast is pretty good. Um, I mean, obviously, you don't ever know who the you know Ken Marshall is, but yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, Liam Neeson, Robbie Coltrane. Um, the other guys, I don't really know their names, but I'm like, well, Bernard, they're recognizable. Bernard Breslau is the Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Torquil is Alan Armstrong, and he's probably the one I recognize the most out of the yes. rest of them. Yeah, because he was as soon as I saw him, I'm like, man, where do I know him from? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so whatever, you know. Like, and I think I think the cast is actually pretty good too. Yeah, you know? I think the cast. I mean, especially for an '80s fantasy movie. I mean, yeah. obviously, you don't know what they're going to be later on in their careers. It's yet, but um, really. I think I'm going to give the cast like a four out of five. I think the cast is really pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess if you were going to crack on it, you could be like, well, they should have more female leads. Okay, totally get that. But I mean, that would be yeah. I guess technically, there's only what one woman in the whole movie, isn't there? Really? I mean, there's the girlfriends and there's oh, other people, but yeah, I, guess, but I didn't think about that. In terms yeah. of females, yes, there's really just the one. Yeah, and it's his wife. So you could. I think it's just an 80s thing, though, where you have some of these fantasy movies and you don't have a lot of female characters. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, the, you see, like, five, but you're only three talking. So, yeah. Well, and you got the Widow on the Web. I mean, the Widow on the Web is cool. Oh, okay, so I guess there's six. Yeah, but, but still, that's how many. But still, because of the rest of the group, who's most of the movie, Yeah. Um, is all men. Um, which I guess even I guess even Lord of the Rings suffers from some of that, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with you. I'm going to give it four out of five glaives. I think it's, I think it's pretty well done. 
It seems like we should almost have another category, though, directing, because I think the director fucked up on this. Well, like, yeah, the, the directing is not great. The editing is awful. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think the directing, but like with Ken Marshall, because if he didn't have those whiny scenes, he would be a much stronger character. If they would just adjust him a little bit. Yeah, I agree with so that. So I think all the directing on that was bad. And I think some of the other directing on some of the goofiness and some of the scenes, mm-hmm. I think it was also bad. Well, um, and then it would be nice to know if... I don't like. I don't know the source material from this movie. I don't think it came from a book. I think it was probably just a script written for a movie. Uh, but it would be kind of nice to know, I guess, where the idea came from. Let me. I'm gonna click on Stanford German and see if there's. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, titles with plot summary written by Stanford German. Uh, there's one title. Kroll. Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a short career. Yeah, unless unless he. Uh, Unless he just doesn't have an IMDb page. Because it didn't take me anywhere when I clicked on his name either. Yeah. That's not good. No. Yeah, that <laughs> sorry, tends to not dude. be good. Um, sorry, Stanford Chairman. That kind of tells you everything you need to know there. But no, I agree. Directing uh, could have vastly improved this movie. And, and for sure, editing would have made it a lot better. Yeah, for a movie that... Con- I wonder if this is real. $47 million? That's more than all the other movies com- that, that we've done, right? I mean... Because most of them are like in the teens, aren't they? Yeah, I think, what, I mean, even Predator was only like 20-something. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy with all this effects in that movie, but you know? I, I mean, I know we talked about there being like 23 sets, but holy shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a, a lot of money for and, that and movie. For, yeah, and here's the thing, like, put that money in. You could have done more. You could have done so much more. All right, um... So you want to go into uh, what else we got? We have music, and then we have music's not bad in this movie. It really isn't. I mean, it, it, I think they misuse it. Yeah, I uh, think that's. I think that's. A, I think it's part of the editing again. Like, yeah, the music's not bad. Like it's memorable. Well, and James Horner is a really good composer. I mean, like James Horner has done some nice. Is that stuff. who that was? Yeah, it was James Horner. He has done some really good music. Uh, so I don't fault him for this at all because I feel like the music was really good. I just don't feel like where they placed it in the movie was right. And I don't know. That, I don't think that's on James Horner. I think that's on. You know the director and the the editor and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it just seems like <laughs> it just seems like they just did not do they didn't do what they were set out to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's it, the, it. Very it yeah. feels very much pieced together. Music by James Horner. Yeah, let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna click on him just to see if he did anything else that was. Oh, he's he's a famous composer. He's. I mean, I guess I should know. I guess I should know him, but I mean. Or at least I should for, play it off for a reason. I think oh. I think I know most him most of his stuff because of band. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he has a ton of shit. Yes, but I saw a movie. I don't want to say it yet though. Because holy shit, soundtrack or composer? Which one should I look at here? Oh my god. Um, but yeah, he's done a ton of stuff, and I want to say music composed by. He did it, Avatar. Yeah, he's done a ton. I mean, like the I said, newer... he's he's really good. He's done a ton of stuff i'm gonna give oh crap dude. holy shit i didn't i wouldn't i wouldn't even have guessed but yeah he has like 48 hours star trek 2 the wrath of khan yeah he's done a ton um, of stuff yeah quite a, i mean there's just there's so much there's so much here um star trek 3 yeah commando <laughs> he did commando <laughs> cool aliens what the hell he did alien he worked on aliens as well yeah, so uh, I, as far as rating this goes, I'm probably going to... And this isn't James Horner's fault. I, I think, like I said, the music I think is good. It's just misused. I think I'm going to give it four out of five glaves on it. On, yeah, uh, on I'm going gonna, gonna to follow you on this one, too. I'm going four out of five. He, you know, he, obviously this guy... <laughs> 
Titanic Ransom. Holy shit. Yeah, I said Jumanji. he's done some crazy good stuff. Yeah. yeah, Jumanji. A music composed by, music composed by Braveheart. So it's like, obviously, he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's done a hell of a job. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, I don't think it's his fault. I think he put out good music and they just. They just misused it. Yeah. Just misused it again. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I don't understand why they would do that. All right. So what's the, what was the last? Uh, effects, like special effects. effects oh, yeah. Which oh. is a little rough in this one. Oh. Although not as rough as some some of the movies. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna be not too harsh on this one. I think I'm gonna give it three out of five glaze. I don't because th- I don't think it's bad. Uh, it depends on what you mean by bad. I mean it's goofy. It's goofy, but it's the '80s. Yeah. Okay. You talked me into because I was I was gonna give it a two out of five. I'll give it a three out of five as well. Because I mean you know it's not it's not terrible. Like when when uh ergo changes forms. It's you know it's not the end. Of, you know it's not like horrific. No. You know no. and. When some other things like that happen, it's not horrific. Um, the spider, it's it's nineteen eighty three. Spider is probably the most cheesy thing. It's nineteen eighty three, so I get it. Yeah. It is pretty cheesy. I, 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 maybe I should have looked up how they actually did that because I'm sure that's probably part of the reasoning. And the beast kind of—I mean, the beast looks good from far away. Yeah. But it is always kind of like weird shots and weird angles, and mm-hmm. maybe that's part of the suspense to it. Is like it looks good. And maybe, one thing. Yeah. Which, which one would sets have gone into? That would probably have, like the the sets that they we've create. normally used it in like um, oh it's where should like, I have rated that at? <laughs> I normally do it in this in this okay that's rating. what I want to make yeah. sure because one thing the sets that I do really like is the sets where the queen is locked away and it's, it's like all these different pieces of a body even though she's not inside of him yeah so the inside of the ship is like all these different pieces of his body almost yeah so she's in the eye she's in the hand she's in different pieces of it which yeah. i think look really cool I, I love some of the inside of that is really well done and i can see how those were expensive because they're pretty intricate yes i'm, I'm almost sucked myself into a four here <laughs> like yeah some yeah. of the some of the rocks and stuff are kind of goofy they're the 80s old school rocks from <laughs> fantasy movies yeah that's just what you get in fantasy movies. Um, but yeah, so I think that's probably about it. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Not really. I mean, it's an entertaining movie. I think the Rift Tracks yeah. was definitely fun. That was cool. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I would dec- definitely recommend. I don't know. I haven't seen their other stuff, but we will probably watch some more of, of their stuff and probably review it. Yeah. Um, but we, I enjoyed it at least. And if I think, you know, I think Crawl, like if you're going to watch a bunch of old school sci-fi fantasy movies, because you were saying some of it reminded you of like Sinbad, didn't you? Part, like, like the that. scene, like this, yeah, like uh, location-wise, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it reminded me like the 50s, 60s Sinbad movies. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing to me. I, I enjoyed those movies. No. And, and that's a, the thing for me, like, because I mean... I'm into 80s fantasy sci-fi movies, and I understand they came along with some goofiness and some baggage, right? Yeah. But I think it's part of that. It's like it's like part of that group of movies with Conan, Excalibur, Dragon Slayer, Crawl, that are all in the early 80s, that are like the beginnings of the sci-fi fantasy, you know, at least in the 80s. They're like that. They're the ones that they kind of got a jump started, moving yeah. it forward. Um, yeah. And then there obviously there's a, you know tons of other sci-fi fantasy movies that come later, like Willow and uh, just a ton of others. Um, so that's that's probably another piece of it because like in movie history it seems like it's it's just a piece of that puzzle of it's kind of like the awkward uh, adolescent phase yes yeah. like it just they haven't got there yet they're getting the big parties together they're going on the, the you know the big quests you know yeah. and all that kind of stuff and they're trying to save the world so it's like getting close but just not there yet I would agree with that 
All right. I think that's probably better then. All right. We're 31 minutes. Sounds good right. to me. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. I cannot stop the sand. You cannot stop time. Go now. Save the other lesser.